Recording's computer. Yeah, so with water, with me, I use soy milk. So I've got oats, soy milk, protein powder, and in the morning I put cut up grapes in it. But some people, they just use water. And I'm confused, like, why would you add water? I don't understand that. It's not I really don't understand great. either. So why why do you um why do you add the protein powder? Because then it just gives me like a good twenty five odd grams of protein that I need, uh, and I don't need to worry about it because I know it's it's kind of there. So is that, is that the only time you take protein powder or other meals as well? So I try and hit about 120, 130 grams of, pro- of protein a day when I'm actually going religiously to the gym. Otherwise, I, I don't give a shit. But I, I realized that when I fell ill, I stopped working out for about a month, month and a half, and my jeans are a bit tight. Oh yeah, I know. I had yeah. to get. I had to get new jeans. And you, you know what the thing is? In that month and a half where I didn't do any gym or workout, right? Do you know the amount of takeouts me and Kenny had? <clears throat> but was it worth it, though? Bro, uh, sometimes no, no. no. Re- remember, remember when I was ill and I had no uh, sense of taste or smell. I oh, don't. Yeah, so when you ate that food, that, that takeout was a waste. That was no point in doing it. It was just convenience. <laughs> you might as well just ate cardboard, or you could have had oats with water. But the moment exactly. I realized. Moment I realized we've been ordering way too much takeout because obviously, like, we got the recycle bins outside, right? And the bin for cardboard and paper, it was more full than the normal bin. And why was it full? Pizza boxes, chicken and chip boxes. Okay, that's when I knew you're doing something wrong. That's that's a cause for concern. I hundred percent. Now, in the past, I think maybe nine months, I have resorted to just wearing joggers, and I'm too afraid to try on my chinos. (laughs) Because I don't want to face reality. Well, I've, I've seen your yeah, physique, dad bod all the way, but you need some new chinos. <laughs> you're, going to, you're going to struggle, my friend. You are going to struggle. Let me put this uh, out there for you now. I'll come shopping with you because I need to get some training. I need to get some chinos too. I'm, I'm cool with my weight, but then when Lydia was like, you're breathing a bit heavy when you sleep. I was like, what? I can't, no, it can't what? be that bad. He's like, no, nah, nah, you're breathing quite heavily no. when you sleep. I'm a bit worried. I was like, oh, cool. All right. You're a bit worried now. Not all those times when we've got the takeouts. All right, cool. I feel you, <laughs> but right. I need to. Yeah, I need to get back into a routine, man. You know, speaking of sleeping, yeah, yeah. Kenny showed me a couple of pictures, random pictures she took of me, like throughout the years of like when I'm asleep and she's not asleep, so she's doing her thing, taking selfies, yeah. And I go to her. Throughout the I'm year, such, I'm such an ugly sleeper. Have you ever seen a picture of yourself when you're asleep, like with your mouth open and everything, like ah? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious about how many photos how many photos she takes. I'm very curious to know. There's a few. I want to see these pictures. No, you trust me. Yeah, you know, I do want to see these ugly. pictures. Is I'm surprised. Is your mouth humbling. was open. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm quite surprised. Your mouth was open and she didn't try to do anything. If it was me, <laughs> or so she's. Do you know somewhere. why? It's because she's. She's not a guy. <laughs> a guy sees an open mouth and there's a few things that go through their head. But luckily, she's not that way inclined. You're not. You're lucky, man. But um, oh. yeah, I know. I get what you're saying. Definitely, Lydia's got that. Well, she sleeps sure. with her mouth open. Yeah, with her mouth open. Yeah, it's it's so funny, man. Um, because I saw, I remember Ava and and Lydia sleeping with their mouths open, and now Lydia, wow. ever since after giving birth, she's become very comfortable. So, so I think I've just seen with her legs wide open and her mouth open on the sofa. She does not give a shit. And I'm like, this is the one. That's the one. That's it. That's it. That's the one. You're not the one. (laughs) (laughs) 
So apparently, apparently, I've been punching Jen in this in my sleep, and it's always at five thirty in the morning. So I must have punched. And apparently, I punched her, and then I poked her. So I punched her yesterday or the day before, and then today morning I must have poked her, and it was at five thirty in the morning. And you know, this she, is domestic abuse. You're you're literally flat out admitting to really domestic is, abuse. Man. Yeah, but it I really don't know. I don't know. I didn't know this was happening. And she like yesterday. Yesterday she was bad pissed off with me in the morning. She was like, "You know, you punched me in your sleep." I was like, oh, "I did. What? I didn't, didn't I wake up. That, I I didn't wake up. I didn't know I was wow. doing this. So I was just hot. I was sleep." And then uh, today morning, today morning, she goes, "You poked me in your sleep," and I went, "Oh shit! I remember that. I actually remember that in my dream. I don't even know what it was." I Were you poking her? Were you poking I, her in your dream? I poked her. I think I was poking her in, in in my dream as well. I was poking her in, like in the ribs. Maybe this is your subconscious coming through, and up. Yeah, hundred percent. Wanting to cause GBH or some shit, you yeah. know? How does that make you feel? <laughs> Wow, is this is this a therapy session now? This is therapy session. <laughs> I don't, I don't trust either either of you to give me therapy. Nope. Shall, we, shall we introduce <laughs> the show before we go on? <laughs> yeah, go for it, brother. Uh, yeah, welcome, innit? <laughs> All right, so, so sorry. A bit, a bit more gusto, a bit more gusto. Welcome, people. Welcome oi, oi. to episode 23 of uh, Spice Up the Chat. Uh, another random episode for you people. Usual three voices. you got me, Kartik. Hello. And Ranjit. Hey. Hey. All right, cool. Let's carry on with your uh, GBH. Uh, Listen, this is not attacking your wife. There was you no, know, I don't believe you. I okay. bet you're away. You're doing it. You're doing it. Awesome I wasn't. Stories. I wasn't. You're I... doing one of them ones. <laughs> Yo, listen, I don't have a gun in my drawer. Have I you haven't... ever punched like anyone like in your sleep? Have you ever like fully punched her like whilst you're asleep? Yeah. Is it always in the ribs? Or do you punch in, you know, in the face, shoulder? I, no, I've never punched her, bruv. She just told me that I, you punched me. And I was like, what? What? So I was like going to say, if you're like going for the same place, you might want to change up your combinations, isn't it? Like, That's a good point. Keep her guessing. Well, what, what, this is this is Tekken, isn't it? Just changing yeah. my combinations. <laughs> wow. Punchy. I've never done that before, you know? Oh, this is such a wrong turn for the beginning of the podcast. Tonight. I know, I know. Talking I mean, like, listen, domestic listen, abuse. She, she screams. She screams in the middle of the night. So Does she have why you punched her? No, I don't punch her because of that. I actually give her a hug when she, when she gets like, gets to that point of screaming. Oh, well, so you sweet. a nice husband. That's yeah, so I know. That's very then, sweet. Put a pillow over her face or something. Yeah, I might, so not, I might help next time. Just do it. Yeah, it's not your, it's not your fault. It's me. Mm. It's all me. <laughs> Anyway, how's, how's, how's your week's been? How's your week? 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 Yeah, it's been, week, it's been more than a week, isn't it? Your week's been... Uh, yeah, it has. It has indeed. I can't remember when we last recorded. Was it uh, last... Mm, yeah, a while ago. Saturday? More Saturday than a week ago, that? yeah. Oh my God, yeah, it was. Nearly two weeks. Saturday. So, Ranjit, you've been evicted from your house? I have, man. We're redoing our kitchen. So, we've moved back into mum's and um, I miss my space. It's not doom. And, it's not all doom and gloom, though. You get you good food. So depressed as you said that. No, looking up in the corner. <laughs> You're right. You you do get food, but I I mean, unlike you, I can cook. Yeah, so I can go oh, back home right. and probably cook. That's a you good point. I mean? That's a good point. But is your cooking you as good? To, you as still your need to cook for us, by the way. Yeah, but is your is your cooking as good as your mum's? Hell no. No exactly. way. You like, get better tam- quality with, of food with with Tamil food. No way. No. Like if you wanted to no. bust out a pasta or something, I'll murk her. <laughs> oh, Merker as well. 
be like, just be like, mum, mum, yeah. mum, let's let's have a competition in it. I'm gonna make like, some. I'm make some. Make it al dente though. Ooh. Yeah. Nah, but um, all in all, it's been a good week, man. Quite quite nice being here. Uh, it's nice for Ava to be around her grandparents and for us to have a bit of space. So me and Lydia just gone gone out for a drive or something without Ava and, and just like I'm like, can you hear that? Can you Silence. hear that? Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but it's been good, man. It's been good. I can't complain. How about you, Karthik? How's your week been, man? One's all right. It was good. Um, just working on dissertation and stuff, keeping myself busy. And Cyberpunk on the PS5. Oof, beautiful. Ooh. Ooh. Oh beautiful. my god. Spider-Man on the PS5. Oh my god, Miles Morales. Yes, we get the point. You have a PS5. Right? You have a PS5, um, yeah. We'll all, yeah. Well done. Exactly. I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm happy, yeah. for you. I'm happy for myself. Nurjan. Nurjan. Bruv, you know, you know my you, week. I'm, I'm gonna, I was going to ask you. Yeah, go on. Go for it. I was going to say, have you, have you planned a heist now? <laughs> all right. So I have clocked all four seasons of Money Heist in five days. Now. You're living the uni student life, bro. Listen, there's nine episodes in season one, I think. And eight episodes in seasons two, three, all and four. All an hour long, right? Roughly about roughly, an hour long. Roughly. Okay, so let's let's do the math, Mister Cartigan. Eight uh, eight times um, three. That's bruv, That's thirty-two hours. In okay, total. there you go. Okay, that's, all, that's all not what eight times three is. Oh. Okay. Does any so, does anyone does anyone from work listen to this pod? By the way, from your uh, office. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> the penny just dropped all the time. Uh. I work with my iPad next to me, but yeah, so I clocked all four seasons of it. And the reason why I got into it was initially my brother was talking about it a lot. So I was like, all right, fine, let's go check it out. But the one thing that put me off initially was like, obviously it's in Spanish, right? So I was like, oh man, you know, I like my subtitles, but sometimes the subtitles don't match like the audio. But I sat there, I watched it. After episode one, I was like, this is the good shit. And then before I knew it, I, I finished all four seasons. So yesterday, last night, I was in bed. I had three more episodes to go. My wife was asleep next to me and she was like, oh babe, can you like, Dim, dim the brightness because I can't sleep. I'm like, yeah, 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 don't worry. So I'm there like, you know, when you're like um, seven, eight years old and you've got your Game Boy underneath the covers, like, so your mom, like is your mom and dad don't see. I was literally put the brightness down underneath my duvet, watching it. And then when it finished, I was like, now I can't sleep. You crack it. I can't Bro, sleep. I, I think it's so, personally, good on you, man. I'm quite proud of you. for. But you know, up. I'm dedicated. I, well, I, I, this show is dedication. That's true. <clears throat> that's wow. the thing. Be happy as well. Netflix. I think there was only going to be a season one and, and, and it was um, on like Spanish TV, but then Netflix found out about it and then they they were happy to put money into it to get season two and onwards. Mate, it's, it's did, you watch it in, did you watch it in Spanish? I Who, watched me? it in... I, I watched... Uh, no, I, I put the English dub on because it required too much concentration to listen to the Spanish and read the subtitles. And the dub is really, really good. The dub is pretty good, yeah. Um, it's not one yeah. of them. It's not one of them Japanese dubs. No, not it's not. It's, no, 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 no. So, <laughs> so I've, I've been, I've been thinking of how we can take down the Bank of England, and uh, I've also learned the lyrics to Bella Ciao, which I've been singing to myself. That's a king. Um, Bank of England. I yeah. I don't know, bro. I'm, I'm sworn to secrecy. With them. I was gonna say you work there, innit? Yeah, but I'm sworn to secrecy. I can't do shit. We'll talk off mic. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're just gonna drop the professor lines here, man. Hundred percent, I'm ready. But right, anyway, that was that was our weeks. Lovely. That was our weeks. What's what's on the agenda? Well, you know what? Surprisingly, I wanted to talk about like grey areas. 
like like 50 like shades between, or no 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 no, no? Not, not 50 shades i was thinking more of like between like laws and morals and ethics and like where do you draw the line on certain things like where do you sit well because me and Ranjith work with GDPR and data protection, everything's a bloody gray area. 100%. Uh, so we are experts in this field. Give me, give me an example. Yeah, give like, me an give... example. Ah, oh, perfect one. All right, COVID, right? With the whole COVID lockdown rules and laws and regulations. Where do you sit with that? Okay, so that's one side that says that you have to follow it to the T. And the other side is... You have to look after yourself and you have to look after your mental health. So you have, you know, you have like a support bubble. So then where does that, where does that fit in? You know, you go, do I say I'm going to follow the law and that's it. I'm not going to see anyone else. Or do you, do you say, okay, I'm going to bend it a little bit. I'm able to see certain people because I need my sanity. Well, I think the the problem with this is, um, and I'm speaking just for, probably the maybe the Asian community. I think I can safely say we have not abided by these rules. What rules? These COVID rules. There are no rules. There was no rules. <laughs> precisely. Precisely. Because as sad as it is, we just have no respect for it. However, you look at, for example, the the English population. By English I mean the actual British English population majority of them they would abide by it yeah yeah why don't I, we do it i, I think i think you're right us? i think you're right about not respecting one aspect but also i think it's the fact that we're too confident as well too confident that we we can do just fine just on our own because we were finding out natural ways and natural remedies to keep ourselves safe so we felt quite confident that we 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 could survive on that alone. <laughs> but, no, I mean, it's the, it's the turmeric and the ginger tea well, in it. That's this, what this, it this is all right. So Indeed. obviously, I I've stayed over at my parents' place for like a week, um, like a while ago, and my mom gave me this concoction. Yeah, it had turmeric standard, and it had all these other things. And like she was like, "Oh yeah, drink it, drink it while it's hot." I was like, "Why?" And she goes, "This is gonna help. This is gonna like stop you catching COVID." And I'm like, "Is this like you know?" you know pharmacy approved she's like no this is this is village medicine they will work and i'm like does boris know about this <laughs> the guarantee if boris knew about this turmeric cells will be through the roof <laughs> oh shit listen if if boris knew about it turmeric cells would be through the roof but if uh if trump knew about it he'll be like can we inject turmeric into the oh system oh my god well, so true looking at trump's color i'm pretty sure he's injected turmeric <laughs> into himself has. a fair few times what did, what did what did he say at the time he said was it not was it bleach or what did he say bleach. you could inject it was, it was bleach it was bleach disinfectant he was like oh we're working with scientists or something like that maybe oh was it ultraviolet and bleach he was like maybe we could think about looking at using that as a way of uh combating covid and and chief scientists just looking at him we're like exactly no bro no <laughs> she's trying to hang her head in shame like oh my god i can't believe i work under this dude. It's, it's pretty similar to like when we're on this podcast and i say something completely like off piece and you two just look at me like why is this dickhead talking yeah it's, it's just like that isn't it? we but we do enjoy <clears throat> your comedic relief i don't know what i'll do without it <laughs> <It's true. laughs> 
just, oh wait pretty... before we carry on can i can i just say something just complete segue so uh obviously a couple of weeks ago some people may know some people know but um, i lost uh, one of my uncles he passed away um and during that time we were all uh, at my cousin's house and it was when all my cousins were together and i got a few i got 30 first cousins and quite a few of them are very young between the ages of i don't know 12 18 whatever uh and surprisingly a couple of them were like oh yeah neurona we, we listened to your podcast and at that point i was like shit I was like, okay, you know, I'm glad I'm, you know, obviously good audience. This is brilliant support. But I'm like, I've said some really questionable things on this podcast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then I start thinking to myself, do I need to tone myself down? And then I thought, you know, I'm not going to because you're listening to it of your own free will. Yeah. No one's forcing you to listen to it. So you listen yes. to what I have to say. So but, um, you, you listen to what I have to say. Wait, wait, so wait, shout wait, wait. out to Hold my on. little cousins. I'm not going to name know, but, you. But, but your, uh, your you cousins, you but your cousins, yeah. One of them, one of them's parent is the auntie that you recorded Titanic over. Was it Titanic over their wedding? Oh my God, you gave too much information. I forgot about that. And so so if they're they're listening. Okay, thankfully, thankfully, I don't think that cousin has listened to this pod, thankfully. So we might be all right, but you just you just <laughs> fucked it all up for me. I, I completely, completely forgot about, about this. I completely forgot this is, about this. Eugen, honestly, you have baited yourself out on another level. Oh yes, yeah, so many, so many levels. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Keep it up, my man. Keep it. Up. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm not worried for you. I'm. This is entertainment for me. Please keep us updated on how the story develops. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you know if my auntie knocks on my door and asks for, uh, for her wedding tape. <laughs> Yet. Uh anyway, carry on with your gray area. I don't I don't I yeah. So COVID, yeah. that was what yeah. so with, with but with COVID, yeah. I was gonna say as well, I think a part of it, yes, there was the 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 lockdown and the and the um the rules that were put in place. But at the same time, I felt quite confident that the people and again the confidence, I felt quite confident that the people that I have in my circle are safe. They look after themselves. So that's why I felt comfortable to meet up with them. Right? But then I got COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that thing where you ain't going to be me? You ain't going to be me. Oh, shit. Exactly. Man. Exactly. And then I was like, mm, maybe I need to tone this down a little bit. Just and then a little bit. <laughs> I went off the radar for about um, three months. A month. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, and, then, and then, you know, when I was a bit more comfortable, I was like, okay, cool. Let's step out, man. It's fine. It's fine. But yeah, okay, <laughs> that was one. Okay, that, that was that was just one of them. But then, like, there are other gray areas in life, like say uh, taxes. You don't like paying them. <laughs> Tax, <laughs> avoiding it. What, what are you doing? What are you doing? I don't know. Have you done? Have you? I didn't do any research, guys. Tax is not a gray area. It's a bloody no, 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 no. We need to stop this podcast. <laughs> the avoidance of taxes, bro. We're like. Uh, no, did it? Didn't they say? Wait, 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 wait. I just think you were so many Tax evasion but, isn't. But tax avoidance uh, is legal, right? Tax avoidance is um, it's not it's not frowned upon, basically. As in, yeah, it's not it's not like legal or legal. It's just so tax evasion is basically you know cash in hand stuff, not declaring your earnings, la la la. Tax avoidance is you're making bare money, and instead of giving twenty grand or fifty grand to the taxman, you're just going to go buy yourself a new car, and write it off that way. I think yeah. so, yeah. 
Thank yeah. You. Okay. So then, uh, and on topic of that, like billionaires and stuff, how they don't pay as much taxes as they should do to get to, you know, the difference between a million and a billion, right? That's a huge. We, we spoke right? about this. We spoke about sexes, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. It's, it's a mad. It's a big, big difference. And then you're like, okay, so can anyone be a billionaire, like ethically, morally? Uh, I've, I mean, again, this is going to go a bit off, off topic in terms of morally, ethically, uh, this, that, and the other. But if we, although actually, no, 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 this, this might be on topic. Um, so Elon Musk is only one of the top three billionaires that's still married because obviously Bill Gates is now divorced or is yeah. beginning divorce proceedings and Jeff Bezos is um, divorced uh, as well. Mm-hmm. And I saw this meme saying, um, if these billionaires can't keep their wives, what hope do we normal people have? Which is true, but it also shows money can't buy your happiness, but you can buy your Range Rover. Um, and a Porsche. And a Porsche. And, an, and, and a, whole, a whole island, basically. And a whole island. Uh-huh. Yeah. So when it comes to making money ethically and being a billionaire ethically, I just love Elon Musk because he does things for the people. Right. Not saying that Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates don't, because obviously without Amazon, I think all of our lockdown lives would have been pretty shit because we'd be like, how are we going to get our products, this, that, and the other? Without Bill Gates doing what he's done for tech, God knows where we'll be. But right now with Elon Musk in terms of what he's doing for environment, la la, he's basically Iron Man. He's Iron Man without the suit. <clears throat> and we'll probably make that as well thing. very soon. Yeah, I, and I, I think he's doing yeah. it in an ethical kind of way. Okay, I I don't know. I I don't know how anyone can be. I guess it's just me. Like I don't think I could go be a billionaire because it's just it's so much money for one person. It's like what's it? What do they say? Ninety nine percent of the world's wealth is trapped in the top five percent or ten yeah. percent of mm-hmm. the population. Something ridiculous like that. Yeah. So are you are you saying um? You wouldn't, you wouldn't feel it right to have that much money in your pocket. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I, I would feel. Yeah, I don't think you, I would feel like it is right to have that much money in my pocket. But then, but then again, it's not money that's in your pocket. It's money that's trapped in assets. As exactly. exactly. Yeah. That exactly, was going to yeah. be my next kind of question. Yeah. With obviously these billionaires, how much do you think they actually physically have liquid cash to their name? <laughs> Because obviously Amazon is based on market cap, you know, multiply the amount of shares by the value of the shares. And that gives you the value of what Amazon is. And that gives you the value of what Jeff Bezos is. But in terms of my man individually, like, do you think he rolls around with like a stack of fifties or has he just got pound coins in his pocket? Bro, is that roll around with the, with the That's an interesting one. Because I've, I've only seen um, rappers, right? And, and like Mayweather rock around in money like that but i've never seen these big boys rock around with money like that man they don't flaunt it like that they don't come across like that so no, no. they don't they don't but, but on 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 a side uh segue the um, the children of bill gates and melinda gates each of them is getting 10 million dollars as part of the divorce settlement how Ooh. does that work I, d- I don't know how that works i don't get it but they're getting 10 million dollars as part of the divorce settlement. I was like, what? Shit. What? 
I was gonna I was gonna say yeah, and it's quite an interesting one, uh, an ethical and an, and a legal aspect. So I watched a documentary about. Do you remember a couple of years, a year or two ago, there was that scandal that happened with colleges in America where where celebrities were paying this guy to get their children in through the back end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without having to pay any fees and stuff like that. So the Wait, so the way this I, guy would. I haven't heard this. Go on. Okay, so there's a guy. What he did was. Um, he was the connection from the the celebrities and the the main big big boy schools and colleges like Harvard and and Princeton and all that, right? Um, what he would do, he would speak to people and say, if you make a, a considerable amount of like donations to the to the college from the back end, we're talking like thirty mil or more. Ooh. We we can guarantee we can guarantee your kid a seat. I can I can bring your I can bring a recommendation forward to the person um, uh, that that can accept your your child's seat into the college, but you need to lie about saying that the reason why you need to get in is because they need to do an extra they do an, a sport they're an athlete in some way, so he would basically ask them can you take your kid to your swimming pool pretend that they're playing water polo send me that picture I'll Photoshop it and send it with the application. No way. No so way. Exactly. Change their change their resume in a sense to make it seem like they've they've been not just academically inclined but also extracurricularly they've done all these other activities as well. So they're more of an you know um, uh, an asset in a sense yeah, to yeah. these colleges because they they they're really big into their sports, aren't they? Yeah, so yeah. they'll get into the back end, but obviously they got caught in the end because there were some really foolish parents that gave everything away in a sense. They they kind of cocked up. So the question I, I had is. These are okay. not necessarily celebrities, you're saying, but general, like general folk, but very, very well-to-do people. Some of them are solicitors. There's a solicitor that did it. There was uh, some guys in property. There was some celebrities as well. Um, but what I was going to say is, is, if you were in that situation, you knew you had the money, or you knew your, your, your kid was okay, but just to make sure they got, they got a spot in a good place so you can give them that stepping stone to get to where they need to, would you do it? Would you go through the back end or would you think, you know, morally, they need to learn the hard way. They need to learn. See, that's where my standpoint is. Well, I think you you got to earn everything that's given to you because I'm not going to lie. We've all had to. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, I think, all right, this, this, this is an argument. Okay. That I, oh, should I say this? Do this it. This might get me in trouble. <laughs> Do it. Anonymize. All right. No, no, I can't even anonymize it. All right, fine. So basically, yeah. All right. So obviously, I've spoken about my family. We've got myself, uh, my, my youngest sister, and uh, my youngest brother. All right. Uh, and obviously, in terms of things like, you know, driving lessons, this, that, and the other, me and my sister, we, we've paved our way, you know, through our lives. We, you know, we worked, we did whatever. We paid for all our lessons uh, and all that. And I was talking to my sister, and I was like, yeah, you know, our brother he needs to start driving soon as well and then she was like yeah 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 well you know we, we can have a look at that when it starts getting money and i was like oh how about we kind of you know sort him out and my sister was like good idea but we had to work hard for that so i think he has to work hard for it too <laughs> and i was like oh there was me trying to think oh, i'm being caring you know i'm being a good older brother but my sister's like no let him mm. learn let him learn the value of money let him learn how it is to you know to accumulate money manage money you know manage yourself this and the other so there's like a real world example in that sense but i firmly believe that as well i mean like you know if i have kids i'm not going to deprive them of anything i'll give them what they want 
But in yeah. terms of things like, you know, buying their future, like mm. that, you you got to earn it. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where do you draw that line, though? Where do you draw the line of buying your future? Because everybody does it in some way, shape or form. Because when I was at uni, uh, so obviously I tried to get into med. So I'm doing my biomed degree. We're in the same co- cohort and we're like, what? What's that, what's that thing that we have in the first year where it's like a unified lecture for all the meds and the biomed biomeds together? So I'm sitting there chatting to one of these, one of the one of the um one of the students and just just talking and they were like, oh yeah, I got these grades, but I got into med. And I'm like, hold up a minute, you got into you got into med with those grades? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. And then I heard like something floating around saying that some people got into med because their parents knew one of the lecturers or they knew one of the admission staff. And I'm like, raw. Okay. So in that way, I'm like, okay, does that make, does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Maybe they want to do what they couldn't do for their children and Mm. everybody does it. It's a social currency. And then there's like extreme example in, in America that we just talked about. And then in India where you you could buy, you can buy your degree. You can buy a degree. You have exactly. to buy a degree. But mm. on that though, there was there was a GP um, that we used to go to. Um, we would go into his. We would go. We would go make an appointment. We'll go, and we tell we tell him the symptoms, and he'll be like, "Hold on a minute," and then go go Google's it. No, no, no. He'll grab a book, and then he'll go to his wife and tell her the symptoms, and then she would tell him what advice, and he'll come what? back, and they got clocked that. He was, he actually didn't have a medical degree. She had the medical degree, but they were running it as if he had the medical degree as well. And I was like, what is happening? Ooh, and this was that's, a legit surgery. So this was real. It was a legit GP surgery. And they found out and they're like, no, nah, they, they shut him down. And I don't know what happened to them after. Was it a Tamil guy? Yeah, it was. Shit. Why am I not surprised? Honestly, <laughs> it has man. to be what, one what of the brown people at it. <laughs> Okay, can I can I ask a question that might it's going to be very very close to home because we know people who've done this Mm -hmm. uh, and they'll probably listen to the podcast anyway. But I'm going to put the question out there. So on the subject of medicine, we all know people who've done their A levels weren't able to get into medicine here in the UK, and so they followed other channels to basically go abroad and do it which basically in effect it's when you're abroad money talks because we know for a fact that it doesn't necessarily uh, matter what kind of grades you potentially get at a level if you go abroad and you go with an open uh, checkbook you get in what is your stance or what is your thoughts on situations like that i i personally think right I think it comes down to, to to you as a person as well at the end of the day. So if I look mm. at some of the people that have, have done that, it's about whether you do it, what your what your reasons are for doing it. Do you know what I mean? If some people are mm. doing it for because that's all they know, that's the, it's a status thing, or they really want this, mm. right? Uh, and the people that I know that have gone for it and gone abroad, perhaps they. Yeah, man. I, I don't think. I think it was far beyond the money. It was the fact that they needed it. It, it defined who they were mm. to to 
go and do medicine like that. But yeah. I, don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with doing that. It's just making the most out of what you know and what's yeah. available to you. And if you're not able to get uh, a place here, um, then yeah, I don't really think there's a problem to go yeah. and, and go it's another not... country to do it. And I don't think it's just money. It's that because once you say that you've studied in the UK, there's that there's a reputation that proceeds with it because, you Mm. know, okay, UK has a high standard of education. So and they must have studied well, whatever, whatever. And obviously money is part of it, too. And I I agree with you. It depends on why you're doing it and who you are as a person. If you're doing it just because that's a very steady income stream and it would never leave you and you don't really care about the patients, but you're very much caring about it as it as a business. Maybe I'm speaking for myself, but I don't think med or medicine or a GP or a doctor should ethically should be doing it for the money. Yeah. Or like primarily driven by money. It should be more of like, okay, I want to, I want to make an impact and change people or help people, whatever. So the, and, and another thing passion behind much. it and the moral compass mm. yeah, yeah, very yeah, much. yeah i was gonna say another thing if you're willing to leave your family leave your friends and to go to a new country mm. completely yeah then you have to be in the right frame of mind to do something like that and you, yeah. you must have weighed out everything you know what i mean of what you know what you're t- what you're trying to do here yeah you know i mean because we have a friend obviously we have um for example here yeah, let's just say it, justin justin yeah. went to china he was away from his family for five years the, there was a you think about the time differences that we had and we just couldn't see him he couldn't see us and obviously he must have felt it was difficult but he really wanted it mm. he really really wanted it so bad so yeah man but when i look at him uh, i i totally understand why he why he did it and i think it's fair it's it's um it's sacrifice isn't it at the end of the day you're like yeah, no, what, what level are you willing to sacrifice for it and I think that's something that we will touched on with all of this is that um, you you learn through sacrificing. And if you don't sacrifice, then you kind of like you're you're missing out on the learning. Um, but yeah, with, with the whole brother thing, with, with your brother learning about driving and all of that, my sister's going to uni and she's more spoiled than me and my brother yeah see this is where i can draw the comparison so from all the stories you said about sarah exactly how haji is exactly right really it's just exactly so spoiled in terms of like just um so when i was so i was first generation into this country so when mom and dad needed forms or stuff like that i was helping fill it out i left the house after getting married and before i before i even left like a year into a half like six months or a year before I got married, I started training my brother. I was like, you're going to start taking care of this stuff now. Yeah. Cause I'm not going to be around. You're going to start doing it. And he, he stepped up. He actually, he proper stepped up and he started doing all of the things, helping out mom and dad. And then he started going to work, helping out with finances at home. But my sister never had to do any of that because she's always been sheltered. And we've always said, no, nah, it's fine. It's fine. And mm. I guess it's her, her time is coming. So now that she's going to uni and moving out, and I think in a way this is going to help her because once she moves out, she's going to have to learn to do her finances. She's going to have to learn to do cooking, cleaning, the whole thing. So in a way her struggle would help her. And as as older brothers, we would want to be like, okay, no, let me help you out, whatever I can, 
we'll, we'll do what we can. And we always will. We will do little, little things. Um, but your sister's right. They need to learn. Yeah. So I think like, my, my sister gives that tough love with me. I'm just like soft. It balances each other out. Yeah, it? yeah it does. It does. It does. It's, 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 it's an strange dynamic, actually. I didn't quite clock, obviously, your your side compared to mine as well. It's literally like symmetrical. So it's That's so really similar, bro. It's so similar. And like she, because she's the, she's the last one and she's the only girl in the family, she gets away with a lot. Gets away with murder. Just mm. absolute that's murder. So interesting. <laughs> So but uh, but that's that's our parents as well. Our parents would do the same in terms of um, they want us to have all the advantages that they didn't have. But then where do you draw the line at what advantage? Yeah. So when I think about the whole paying for their education for, to get them get them in, part of it ethically won't sit right with me because it kind of makes me feel in my mind that I don't trust them and I don't feel like they have what it takes. So everything that you guys have said about your siblings, it'll, it'll be the same thing that applies to our our kids, right? Yeah. You yeah. You wanna you wanna give them that um, help them to go on that moral moral compass, have a straight moral compass, basically. Know how it is to work hard to get what you need, or they might not appreciate it. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it shapes them and sharpens them who they are. Um. Yeah. So I I thought I don't think I would do it, but push comes to show i don't know you never know yeah but I, I guess i guess we will all do it just in different degrees if that makes sense right yeah, yeah. what i would say i would do you might say no i don't think i would do right say suppose uh um, that's with anything yeah suppose we were like uh okay i i become a millionaire in the next five years right and my brother goes i want to start a business or my sister says, I want to start a business. I'm not going to sit around and say, no, I'm not going to give it to you because I worked my way up and I got this while you you didn't, right? So then why is it that we can do that in terms of education? We say, no, you have to do it yourself. While in terms of, say, starting a business or anything like that, we'll but be starting like, a okay, business. go ahead. Yeah, but starting a business, you, you've, you injecting money into it is legitimate. Compared to, compared to what you're doing with education is going in the back end saying you, you're giving funding for it as from, from a char- charitable donation. <laughs> charitable That's a mad donation. funding. 30 million. 30 That's million. million. I, I would definitely recommend watching the, the, the documentary. It's so interesting. What's the documentary called? Um, I can't remember the top of my head, Machi, but I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, let, me, let me find out. But um, I remember back like 10, 10, 12 years ago, and Nurjan might remember this, like when it floated around at the time. Um, during our A-levels, some of the maths exams paper were kind of being leaked. Oh, I remember this. You could buy the papers. Yes. Back of a lorry. No way. Yeah, man. I didn't yes. do maths myself in A-levels, but I remember someone coming knocking on my door, one of my friends at the time, and he said, oh, do you know anyone that wants to buy a paper? Would you buy a paper? A couple like, hundred quid for the paper. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. A couple hundred quid, man. You know, all right. No, let's let's put the question out there. All right. So, all right. Let's let's rewind the clock here. No, let's let's not rewind the clock. Say you're in uni. All right. You're in your mm-hmm. last year. You're sitting your last exam. This is this is your be all and end all exam. Yeah. This accounts for fifty percent of your grade. 
you're stressing, you're shitting yourself. You ain't had no sleep in ages, yeah? 12 hours before your exam, your boy comes through, or girl, because girl, girls can be thieves as well. Money Heist taught me that. <laughs> they come through and they say, listen, I got the paper. It's yours for 500 quid. No, let's call it a grand because we know that student loan is kicked in, isn't it? Let's mm. call it a grand. I can give you this paper for a grand, 12 hours before your exam. Would you do it? And you can be honest here because you've, you've all sat your exams now. It's finished. So you, this is not incriminating. This is a hypothetical. I'd take it. I don't know. I, I would take it. You would? <laughs> I, I would I, take I, it. I think I would, but maybe I would. But then at the same time, I think I'll be scared of the risk behind it. No, As I'll in if it. we get caught. <laughs> if we get caught, bro. That's so true. If we get caught, we're screwed. But I'll take it. I'll be like, you know what? You know, sometimes I think about it and I go... You know, we're, we're all part of a system and the system just sometimes needs to get played. That there were times where I was like, for A-levels and GCSE, when I was teaching students, I was like, okay, you need to understand concepts and stuff. And so that would be throughout when we start, when I taught them, say, uh, say GCSE, year 10, year 11. Throughout year 10, before their exams even kicked in, when they first started learning, I'll make it fun. I'll be like, okay, learn about the concepts because you need to know what you like. You need to know whether you like the sciences or you like the arts, what part of the sciences you like. So I taught them in that way. But then when it came to exam times, I was like, nah, this is a system now. Now you need to learn to beat the system. So these are, these are the formulas you have to learn. These are the way you have to answer a question. And so I'm like, you know what? We're stuck in a system. Yeah, it, but what, you, what you've explained is how to work around an exam paper. It's true. Like, and I understand that, that but that's still legitimate. I'll take the paper. I think, okay, okay. Let's, 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 I think, let's, I think let's we, put another, uh, let me put another spin on this, okay? All right, Do again, it. last year at uni, same, same mm-hmm. situation, exam paper. Yeah. Now, you're, all right, usually after you graduate, when you apply for jobs, most places ask you for a two one yeah mm. no one mm-hmm. really cares if you've got a first or not it's you know we're looking for a two one very very yeah. few places ask for a two two mm. now you're sailing yeah. along in uni you've hit a two one couple times here and there but arguments like you're an average student okay you know that if you get a two one it's going to be fucking amazing but the chances are quite difficult this exam paper is your golden key you get a design paper, you revise it, you're guaranteed a 2-1. Guaranteed. Same answer, I'd do if, it. If, if, I, if I get the paper in advance, yeah. I'll take it. There we go. I'll take it. I'll there take we go. It. Everyone it. has a price. Every situation <laughs> no, 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 has a price. No, 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 no. Don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, like, it's not like I'm trying to be uh, um, uh, ethically like, inclined to be like, okay, cool, in every way I'm going to be Captain America. But <laughs> no, yo, yo, hold on. When did the standard change from Jesus to Captain America, bruv? Well, yeah, listen, listen. Also, no, now it's it's black to America. Let's let's get it right. It is indeed, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's not, I'm not saying okay, I'm, I'm above everybody else. I'm so like self-righteous. None of that. But I think the fact that I've studied for this exam and potentially my three years maybe up for you know. Mm. taken taken out and made void that's a scary thought do you know what i mean but and you just have to weigh out the risk but if there's if i'm thinking there's i can't get caught and i'm gonna go at it 
I'm gonna take that two one and ride it. I I got I got ride a question. It, I got a question. So, I was right, gonna say see, uh, one second, would you just to on. let you know the documentary is called The Operation Varsity Blues: The College okay. Admission Scandal. Okay, check All it right. out, man. Check it out, people. Check it out and let us know what you think about it in the comments as well. Anyway, I've got a question. Go you know on. what? Feel free to answer any of these questions in the comments, but I've got a question for you two. Talk to uh, me. Suppose same same scenario, but suppose um, your boy gets a paper, but he doesn't tell you he's got the paper. He he tells you after the exam's finished. What do you do? All right, you know you what? Write him out. I had this. I, I had this. I had this situation. No what? way. I yeah. had this situation. Okay. A level. This was mechanics two paper, if I remember rightly. That One was of my bitch. boys. Hate that paper. Yeah. So did the exam and I was like, all right, fine. Uh, eventually, I, I did well eventually anyway. But after the exam, one of my boys was talking to me and he was like, yeah, you want to know something? I was like, yeah, well, go on. And he goes, I had the paper yesterday. And I asked him, I was like, how'd you get a paper? And he goes, oh, like, I knew someone who was selling it. So I got it. And the first thing I go to him, why didn't you bring me in? Okay. And his, his answer, and this is what kind of swayed me, okay? Because at that point, I was like, you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then he goes to me, the reason why I didn't tell you or anyone is, yeah, I got the paper. I paid for it. But who's to say that was the right paper? Who's to say, for example, mm. if I gave it to you and you put all your hopes on that paper being that one, didn't do anything else, and it turned out it wasn't, you're going to be hating me forever. What did he get, though? I got an A in it. <laughs> it was the right paper, fam! It was the right paper. It was the right paper. can't believe but this, fam. His justification that it gave me at it that time, I was like, I can understand it. I'm hating you, but I can understand yeah. you. But I didn't write him out because he was my mate. But having said that, if it was someone I did not like, you bet your ass I'm going straight down to headmaster. <laughs> would you? Would you go ask some people like that? Would you tell bro, someone? If I did not like him, I, bro, you're not oh, my friend. Fair enough. It's so funny, bro. The way he dropped that, like a cult leader, he just persuaded you. <laughs> just no. told you. Hmm. No. Makes sense. You know, you know what? Yeah, he wasn't uh, even thinking about the exam. He was thinking about the excuses he was going to give. How can I? Yeah, exactly. How can I get him off my back? You know what the most ironic thing about uh, the, the the situation is? What? He's now a doctor. <laughs> he also went bro. abroad. How ironic. Uh, but yes, he's a doctor. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> See, I, I, bro, it's a system, bro. You know That's what? what I'm saying. Like, it's the system. It's it a system. It is a system. But you if know what? Boy, if you, I was going to ask, if your, boy had a, if your boy had an issue with somebody and you knew that they were going to, you, you turned up with them because they asked you to Go come with them somewhere. Like they asked you to, like, oh, can you meet me at the time? You don't know what it was. You went with them, and then uh, you realized there was a cu- couple of you mates had met up at that point. Um, you go to a specific spot. You're driving around. You, they ask everyone to get into a seven seater. You drive around. You make your way to the specific location, and you you grab the guy that he's talking about off the road. <laughs> so this right? is an orchestrated kidnapping. <laughs> Is this what you, you, find out, you find out you are just part of you are an accessory to a kidnap kidnapping right what do you do do you back it because it's your boy or do you like bro can you drop me off at the next 
bro. <laughs> I'll be like, uh, I, I'll be like, drop me off, bro. I'll be like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping out. Bye. This, that's that, that's gonna call into question the whole bro code. Oh, you know, no. are you down for exactly. boys? It's a gray area between. Yo, but, and, between but I deserve to know. And, and bro code. You deserve to know. <laughs> I deserve to know why it's happening. Why I need to know why we're kidnapping this dude. Right. Right? Okay. So you, well, let me you'd put be it... down with it as long as you had prior warning of the situation. Okay. So you need to know what I'm saying. No, no, no. So let's say you have prior warning. Let's change it up. Let's say you have prior warning. He's asked you and he's came come to you first in confidence because he can trust you. He right. considers you a very loyal friend. So let's say I come to you and I ask you, bro, I need your help. We need to kidnap. We need to kidnap Justin. Would you be up for it? <laughs> I need Yo, listen, I need more than me, bro. <laughs> I need legitimate reason and reasonable force. Okay, we ain't doing either without. <laughs> Tell me I've, what did Justin do? I've got okay. Let's say I've got a foolproof plan. Like you're quite comfortable with the plan as well. Would you do it? This Would is you how be? How I know you've been watching Money Heist as well. <laughs> listen, you're fucking foolproof Professor, listen, it doesn't always work out. <laughs> so true, bro. So true. <laughs> Right, we really got sucked into this hypothetical, didn't we? Kidnappings, man. And uh, listen, I know you'd be there for me. Exactly, like I've asked Lydia a few times as well. Let's say I, you and I were in a situation, and and Liz, if you killed someone by accident, or you know, with the intent of doing it, I will back you. <laughs> we, will, we will get rid of that body. Well, we're gonna hide the body. Well. But if I said she was like, "Oh, that's nice, thank you," I was like, "How about you? Would you back me?" She's like, "Hell no." <laughs> you think you're going to leave Ava behind? You think I want to be in the pen? <laughs> you're crazy. Yo, all right, no, all right, fine. I've got a more realistic situation for you. Okay. Um, all right. You're with a group of friends. Okay. One of your best mates, he's a guy, been in a long term relationship, still involved. You know that he's cheated. Ooh. Are you going to bait him out to his partner? Or what are you going to do? Ah, bro, you're all the wrong. Now, bro, you know, we don't have any issues with money, prison, kidnapping, yeah, this, this ain't even legal. criminal records. No. I'm talking about real life moral code. I've been in a situation where that, has, where that has happened, and even though I morally I think it's wrong, right? But because it's my boy. As my friend, I have, and, and it's bad. It's really bad. I've been questioned by Lydia about it as well. Because it's my boy, I would, I, I would uh, take their side. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't bait them out. Because <laughs> my relationship with my friend, with this guy, is just, um, it means more to me than anything. So I, I couldn't do that to them. Oh, I mean, man. I, it's that's a tough a, one, boy. It's a tough it, one. On the, flip side, tough one. on the flip side, I'll bait that girl out. <laughs> Hundred percent. I'll bait her out. So the so the one that your boy would have cheated on with or done whatever. No, 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 no. If, if, if the girl, if, if the girl cheated, hundred percent, I'll come come to my friend and tell them. Obviously, but oh, I have no okay, deep okay, connection. Okay, yeah. I have no connection to them at all. But with my friend, no, I wouldn't do it, man. I wouldn't. I can't. Do it. I can't. Nah, bruv. I I don't know, bruv. Nah, I can't. I can't. I can't do my boy like that. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, but, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it. Yeah, up. but but then saying that, if I found out, I will. I will tell you, you've been an idiot. Yeah, I think I remember. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I was. I think I was drunk, and then I remember going with a mate, a couple of mates to a club, and then I saw one of these guys who was talking part of the night about his his girlfriend, 
Then I saw him on the dance floor grinding up against some girl. I, I, I think because I was drunk as well, probably, but because it pissed me off, I grabbed him and just put him against the wall. And then in, in mid mid grind, so he was probably he was, <laughs> mid wine. <laughs> he was probably he was probably pissed off because he had a semi. Probably I don't know, bro. Push him against, and he just I cock blocked him pretty much. But I was like, you can't do this. It's wrong <laughs> with the slap. No, I mean that's 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 your moral compass. That's though, true. It is, man. Like, it is. So you, if it was happening in front of you, you you would step in and you'd be like, "Yo, check yourself. Like, don't don't be a dickhead." I, I would say my piece to a friend, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't try and interfere in their relationship yeah. like that with yeah. their partner. No, I, I think that. Would be... I think I think it's up to them to disclose that, isn't it? Like, I don't think, I don't think I could do that. Because obviously, like Ranjit said, it was like it's about their mine and their relationship. But I would let it know, I would let it be known that I'm not happy with that situation. Like you you done fucked up, boy. No. Would you right. ever what about, you... What about, fine, what about you? Listen, you can't ask all, ask all the questions. You're gonna have to answer. No, 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 this is my role as question master. I'm immune. <laughs> uh, Shut up, answer it for me. <laughs> no, I'll I'll do the same. Uh it's it's a, such a doggish thing to do, but to be fair, you know what? Girls, girls would do the same. Okay, hundred percent would do the exact same thing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They'll they have their own girl code. They'll do the exact same thing. They'll look after the girl first. Okay, and they'll be like, "Girl, listen, that second guy, he ain't right for you. You don't need that <laughs> shit. Stick with your main one. He's he's got good hair. You're gonna have good kids." You know, this, that, the other, get, right? Get this, yeah? I watched a video. I think it was like a TikTok video that came up on Facebook. And there was this guy. He was sitting in the passenger seat with his with his girlfriend. And and he was like, this is why I know I can't trust your friend. He called up her friend right there and then. And he was like, hey, man, how's it going? Where's uh, where's um, where's Sarah? Wherever. And, and the girl was like, oh, she's with me. Stayed over. <laughs> I'm seeing this. She stayed over. Oh, she's with you. Are you sure she's with you? Yeah, yeah. Can you put her on the phone? And then she pretended to be her as well. Hello? <laughs> bro that is the yo, level yo. that is the level females will go to yo hold on hold on I'll, listen if 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 jen called you guys and goes ah oh, it's karthik with you you know you'd be like yeah yeah he's with me and then next minute i'll get a call be like hey where are you what are you doing bro your, your wife just called it's it's natural I, you will do it as well no it's, it's true yeah. Uh, I, yeah i think with us we're we're safe in the knowledge that like if one of our wives calls us, they'd be like, yo, it's like Ranjit or Karthik with you. They can be rest assured that they're with me playing video games and they're not trying to grab a, <laughs> grab a quick wine of some girl in the club. Uh, that well, is where not, not, the line is drawn. Yeah, it's actually not, life-threatening. Something exactly happened. Can we not ask them question, the question back? Why is he not with you? Ooh. Leave it at Ooh. that. Ooh. That's a good Leave question. it at that. It's true. What kind of wife are you to not know where your husband, <laughs> husband is? Yes. Really? Yes. Really? Is that what it is? A... Yeah, I, mm. you, you put a carrot. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Then you start going on a spiel about a question, like a story as well. I knew a time about couples when they did it, when they cared about each other, they knew where each other were. And there's you. I don't even want to talk to you right now. Put the phone I got. Put the phone I got. Oh my god! Oh my god! I think this is definitely more more of the gray area. Well, more better gray area conversations than the than the COVID one we we started off with. And the kidnapping and the murder. and the kidnapping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And taxes. <laughs> yeah, Karthik, where were you going with this? 
What's your plan? I I, I had no plan. I mm. had no plan. I thought I could just think up of questions. It just it doesn't. Were you just trying to wing it and try and formulate something as, as the conversation went on? Yes, yes, I yeah. was. I thought you know what would we have great chemistry, guys? We would be able to make a conversation out of nothing. But you let me down. I can't believe. Well, you. no. To be fair, we we moved I from we did well. COVID to kidnapping, and that's that's a, that's a stretch. I just carried you. And you yeah. Know. yeah, I know, I know. It's that you're a bastard. Had the Karen is strong in you, my man. <laughs> Thank you. May the Karen be with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Lord. Anything uh, else that anyone I was gonna to say touch on? anything else that's been on the news, on whatever. Oh, from next week we can start going out. Oh, actually, Woo-hoo! this is something funny. So I was on a call uh with with my colleagues, right? And apparently the BBC have issued guidelines as to how you can hug people correctly. From next week when you're allowed what? to touch people have you had a look at this guideline by any chance yeah it's basically like pictures showing how best to hug someone without contaminating yourself genius finally and i think to myself this finally. is where my tax money is going to this is why i get taxed x percent <laughs> yeah you tell me how to hug people this is covid tips on hugging safely what have you the um shoes going i'll tell you something on. in a sec go on i don't know no no no, no. carry on with this i'll tell you no something no, no. i'm just i'm just like shocked i'm still in right. shock carry on okay have you seen there's sadiq khan posted a picture of on on his twitter okay I, I read a news article of this artist called david hockley he's designed a piece um that will be i think it'll be displayed in the tfl stations for yeah for piccadilly piccadilly circus specifically please have a look at it right now boys because it's like it was made on paint what is this David Hockley. Yeah. Piccadilly Circus. David Hockley. Oh, okay. Piccadilly Circus is coming up. What the hell is that? Let me, let me search it. Yo! Please. <laughs> I'm just... What? This is a grown-ass man that's designed this. Bruv, what, what is going on? What is going on with London? Oh, and he goes, brilliant work from David Hockney in Piccadilly. The first of a series of major art projects. It's a series. (laughs) (laughs) Nugent has lost the word. Can't think. Is this part of one of your fucking NFT plans or some shit? It looks like like it. (laughs) Do you know know what someone's done? Someone's taken that style and done Cockfosters. Bro. <laughs> you know, you know Captain uh, Captain Binface. I think that's what his name is. Who's Captain Binface? What? He was up for election for London Mayor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy with the trash yeah. can on his head. Yeah, yeah. Cat guy with the trash can on his head. He he was like, I fixed it. He's basically corrected it and put the S in the right place it should have been. <laughs> so anyone look, obviously you can't see the listeners, but it's basically the TFL logo, but the circle is is in yellow. Yeah, and the banner yeah. in the middle you know what? that goes straight down the middle is purple let's and let's put this pic- picture up on, on on our instagram post we do man and it says piccadilly circus but the s is hanging off basically he's like the s was an afterthought in it like yeah <laughs> I don't like know. shit i done fucked up here like how, how am i going to correct this <laughs> did, hey did you guys hear about um nico who ran for 
he uh, got like Mayor. 49,000. Oh, the, uh, the YouTuber. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like. The YouTuber. He he ran uh, he ran for mayor with uh, with vibes, and he got like 49,000. And they were they were telling they were doing like the what is it the accounts for uh, in terms of publishing and all of the advertisement costs. And everyone else who was below him spent like millions, yeah, millions on advertisement. This guy just did it for kicks, shits and giggles, and he got forty nine thousand people voted for him. Wow, he's basically done what Kanye West did in the US. Yeah, but this, yeah. Th- this begs the question, yeah, more so than did people vote for Nico, or did people just want to vote against Sadiq? I think people were pissed off with Sadiq after the the roadblocks that they that he put up. Oh yeah, I'm pissed on... at him for my man opening up the Eulers, so I can't even drive to East London no more. Yeah, my yeah, dad was pissed sucks. off about that as well. So how many votes did you say uh, Nico got? He got forty nine thousand, I think. That's okay. impressive, Captain I and mean, Count Binface. Apologies, he got twenty four thousand seven hundred. To- even this, the Binface this... didn't do it, man. <laughs> this was this was like the year of. Um... Harambe, how Harambe got like I don't know how many votes he got. Oh damn, Harambe! Gonna have to find out how many votes Harambe got, bro. This is unreal, man. I know, man. But this this goes to show, like, this is what our political system in general has come to. It's a fucking joke. It is. It is a joke. It's just people are just taking the piss with it and just be like, okay. Let's just go with it. We're oh, gonna, shall, we, we're gonna... shall, we, shall we run for uh, presidency or the elections next time? Come. I think we should try, yeah, in local boroughs. Yeah. Because I know, I, know, I know someone that actually run. Oh, yeah. Creation. Creation. Yeah, for, Creation. Yeah, uh, Creation. Parking in Dagenham. Yeah. And he got a fair few votes. I think about yeah. 300, 400 votes, which is oh. very impressive. Yeah. When you think about it. That's true. We'll get we'll get this podcast up and running. Yeah, we'll get better followers. You know what? And Don't then... worry about the merchandise. We're going to start running the country. <laughs> Don't worry about the merchandise. Don't worry about Don't the worry. kidnappings, the murders, the tax evasion. None Yo, of that. Listen, you can trust listen. us. Give us give us five years, and we'll be recording a pod from Ten Downing Street. In it, Nico. Listen, if you listen well, to this, which you won't, come join the podcast. In it, come join the podcast. Yeah, let, let me reach it's out. Like, to him. Come... Let me reach out to his people and see. It's like, come join the movement. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Wrap up? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm good to wrap up. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. Well, I'm, I'm now stuck as to what to watch uh, on Netflix, so I might just do work. <laughs> <laughs> Dedicate my life to work. Oh shit! But I'm paid to do. You got a lot of you got a lot of hours to catch up on. Yeah, I know, I know. But I, yeah. I want your job. Hey, whoever gave Nuru his job, please, please send me. In like my a, defense, you know, in my defense, whatever. the way I the way I work with my uh, flexible working is is messed up. So obviously, I concentrate in very short bursts. So I'll work like a couple of hours in the morning. I'll take a break. I'll work again. I'll take a break, and then when everyone's all logged off and chilling from like maybe six thirty to seven thirty to eight, I'm back on. I'm working. So I I space my day out like Bloody that. Hell. Yeah. That's so intense, man. I'm the that guy is... who's sending you emails at like 10 p.m. and then the next morning they're like, "Oh, you're burning the midnight oil." I was like, "Yeah, that's what I'm doing." Burning the midnight. I love, I love idioms. Like that. I... Burning the midnight. Oil. I love that. <laughs> I love 
have idiots I, um, like that as well, you know. I felt, I think the, my favorite one so far is you can you can take the horse to the water, but you can't, you make, can't them make drink. A drink. Yeah, exactly. I love Yo, stuff I, like that. I haven't I haven't heard that one. You've never heard <clears> that. I have, I've never heard that one. That's I one of my more, favorite. I need ones. more white. I need more white people around me. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it's true. It's true. You do indeed, my friend. All right, guys. Cool. Cool. Well, thanks everyone for All listening. Right. Usual stuff. Like, like subscribe comment all that stuff he had to get he had to get the k right this time yeah my enunciations (laughs) right yeah too indeed but cool take care people until next time peace take care love